they can be a leader by learning how to give back or how to do those random acts of kindness or even allow their employees to go out and do things. Today on Doing Good, the podcast, mobilizing a whole city to do good every day in small and big ways. How's that sound for a great start to the new year? Yeah, as we kick off 2021, the need for do-gooders, we think, seems greater than ever. I'm talking people committed to doing what they can, where they can, in ways big and small, that present themselves, you know, just along the way every day. That's just what's happening in the East Tennessee city of Kingsport, Tennessee, where a Chamber of Commerce is leading an initiative. This is a new thing, straightforward name here, straightforward initiative. It's called doing good Kingsport, and it only took a few weeks for it to make a very visible difference. Today, you're going to hear how the idea was born and then how it really took off. You'll get some really practical advice on how you can do some good in your community, and we think you're going to be inspired to spread some do-good love where you live in 2021. Hi, everyone. My name is Susanna. And I'm Elijah. Welcome to Doing Good, the podcast where we and our parents talk about the good that's happening in our community and the people that are making those good things happen. So we actually just kind of sit here until we're told to talk, but we're actually the funny ones, so stick around and listen. Hey everyone, how are you guys doing today? Awesome. (laughs) We're great. great. Happy New Year. Is it too late to stay... Can we still say Happy New Year? Well, it's... we can say Happy New Year because we're recording these um, on December the 30th, but... I'm not supposed to tell that. No. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Is it a big secret? State secrets? <laughs> this will be... This pod's dropping in mid-January, so I hope the month's going well. Hopefully. Yeah, I hope so. 2021 and... is going good. Yeah, and so this is Doing Good, the podcast that you stumbled into today. And, Lucky um, you. The gang's all here. And we're getting ready to talk with um, Vanessa Bennett with the Kingsport Chamber about their hashtag do good project. Um, I guess it was hashtag do good Kingsport project that they took on in December and inspired um, lots of people in their community to do little and big things um, to bring some joy during the holiday it really season. caught on, and I'm, I'm excited to hear what she has to say about that. Yeah, and I love that it's a social media-driven sort of movement because yeah. I'm on this kick of social media is good. Social media wow. sucks, Dr. Becky. No, what are you talking about? social media. There's some good stuff that comes out of social media, and that's <laughs> and, and I'm going to use my platforms to promote the good in social media. Previ- pre- previous episodes revealed you're going to sh- use your your tombstone, yeah, or your your grave marker. Here's you want your to- Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> yes. yes, for turning everybody's perception of social media as evil and highlighting the good that is done through social media. You realize you're the type of person that would find it evil. Well, she has. Like I've heard you say that it's not good so many times. <laughs> now she's an advocate. Denial. I deny yeah, yeah, uh, it. That's what I, I want to know. Categorically deny change? it. Do you have any proof of this? None. Not. I. Th- if we went through the podcast, I'm sure that we could find. No, not on the. No, I really. I no, really. All it's s- been a few years. Maybe. Maybe two years or so. Uh, okay, so so you clearly y'all it. have made it up because that's just <laughs> okay. not. You have zero proof. You love social yeah, media. No. Why? I think it is a way to disseminate information pretty much for free, and yep. I find amazing opportunities and amazing things on social media. And like we talked about um, with our last, well, two podcasts ago, Timmy Norman, um, it, you know, it really broke his career out. Um, oh, Kate Bud's owner, yeah, yeah being absolutely. found on social media by these people, and that's the thing about it. It's so exciting; you never know who's looking at your stuff. If you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to that episode because that was really it he had posted about his baker his bakery right, it's on, just pictures of what he's Instagram. been making right. somebody at food network sees it and picks him up right yeah. and now he's like a food network champion well it's a joke in our in our friend group that if i say how did you know to know about this place dr becky how did how did you find out about this and what's the answer facebook facebook 
Yeah, so social media leads you to good things. Yeah, definitely. Amazing opportunities. Remember, we talked about this when Claudia Bird was on. And remember the big fireworks display? From Speedway Children's Charities. How? Well, that's the, the fireworks display was not from Speedway Children's Charities, but Claudia yeah. Bird yeah. <laughs> was from Speedway Children's Charities. But remember the big fireworks display we went to yeah. when we went out? Yeah. That was out at the dragway? Yeah, and I think it benefited, it benefited Speedway Children's Charities. Did it? Yeah, and, and we found out it from about it from... Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, that's how we found out about the fireworks display. But I know someone who ha- who made a New Year's resolution. This was not me, but this was someone I know, good friend, who made a who made a New Year's resolution to cut his social media consumption by half. And here's why: he really felt like it was not a good thing in his life. Like it was too, like it had sucked him in, and he lost. He loses lots of time. Like scroll, scroll, scroll. An hour later, you know, he's still propped up in the bed scrolling. Well, what else would he be doing, though? Sleeping. Okay, well, that's not good. (laughs) I mean... Would he be reading? You don't know any teenagers who maybe should get more sleep. Yeah. No, I do know some teenagers who should get more sleep. I do. And who are instead looking at their phones. But I don't think she's scrolling... Wait, wait. She... Who are we talking about? Oh. Not me. <laughs> okay. Not me. I think she is looking at her phone, but I think she's looking at, she's watching a movie. Okay. Or she's binge watching the entire season of The Office or something like that. And you you no. have great taste. Honestly, no. Yeah. I mean, she's texting with her friends. She's Snapchatting her friends. Um, you know, think she'd be on the, if she were born in the 80s or 90s, she'd be on her phone. I, she'd be on the phone the, the whole time. With the cord always extended. Yeah, yeah, right. right. This, you know, you, you had know, to have like the 30 foot um, curly cord. <laughs> I was born in the wrong era. And were you born in the wrong era? No, and that's not it. But but yes, so that's part of my 2021 um, vision is I'm going to be extolling the virtues of social so we- media. <laughs> Yeah, because it really can be a tool. That's that's the great thing about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Is you can for better or worse, you can create an image about yourself and become just about anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if it's false or it's, you know, that's the, what I'm saying is it's not always a good thing. But at the same time, it's allowed some people like Timmy Norman to uh, be themselves online and let other people see who they are and other people oftentimes will love that. And that really gives these people a platform to do what they dream to do Mm -hmm. again though. Yeah, it's true. A lot of people want that. And so they are not themselves and they create a fake image. I mean, I don't think I don't like this. I don't like the whole Instagram influencer thing where they create this whole persona and thing that's not necessarily grounded in truth. Everybody looks great on social media. Well, okay. Hashtag do good kinksport is, is that's an amazing thing. That is. I can get behind that. And you're going to find, I think that it was social media that it was certainly how I found out about it and wanted to invite Vanessa to be on our podcast. Right. And uh, I saw a, a Twitter post. Yeah. So it was, and and you know, and, ins- and I think it could inspire a lot of people. So I see your point. I'm curious about one thing, though. Are you all doing resolutions for 2020? We talked last time about like lessons learned. Mm-hmm. But did you do you do resolutions, Susanna, Elijah, Doctor Becky? And and do you I can you share one or yeah, two with no, us? Yeah, no, I don't tend to do resolutions because you know, two weeks in, and I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> So I don't tend to do resolutions. Um, on the last podcast, we were talking with Lori, and, you know, I've challenged Elijah. I'm going to do something good every day. He claims he's going to do two good things every oh, day. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Show off. Yeah, that's right. Uh, are you Put her in her po- place, Elijah. How, can, you, can you do an Instagram post with it as part of the challenge? Two Instagram posts. Because Elijah's okay. posted an inst- <laughs> two Instagram posts in the past six months. So, so what is it going to be? Is it going to be hashtag... No, it doesn't need to be anything social media related. It's yeah, just what's, doing what was she saying? Good. She was saying, "Don't look for the praise. Small oh. do something good. Yeah. Do something good. Get the roasted. worst thing you can do, <laughs> the worst thing you can do is do something good and then take a selfie with like 
But it's not. It's <laughs> not for the praise. Anymore. It's to. It's to inspire others. That's I think what that hashtag. That's not what inspires do others. Do good Kingsport. No wait. No. I think it did. I think that integrity inspires others. Not seeing it on that's Instagram. Right, yeah. Oh. Well, I don't know. There, there are some people that do really good things, and they're and they're shamelessly and unashamedly. I don't want to say shamelessly because it implies there should be some shame, but they are. They make themselves a part of it. And they're out front. One of our previous guests, Rhonda Paulson, was on that uh, Facebook show. I pay it forward or ba- pay it back or something. Oh, that's right, the Mike Rowe. With the Mike uh-huh. Rowe, the dirt, the dirty jobs guy. Mm-hmm. Remember him? Mm-hmm. And my, I can't remember what it is, but you know, he's a big part of that, uh, and he's the he's the doing good kind of ambassador of that. You know, yeah. finding people who are doing good and then helping them by giving them money. But you can tell. I think you can tell on social media, too. You can tell what's real and what's fake. And That's you true. can sort of tell people's motivations for their posts on social media. Okay. What about this right here, right now? You two teenagers, you both have Instagram. You're doing your one good thing a day. Okay. okay. You're doing two. Yeah. Okay. No yeah. pressure. You have to post it on Instagram. No. No. And you have you to. You don't do the rules here. We, uh, the rules on. are already set. Oh, wait. I thought you should, uh, I want to do the rules, please. I'll let you finish, <laughs> but I'm not going to agree to it. <laughs> and use the po- hashtag do good the podcast. No, it's doing good the doing podcast. Doing good. Or so. is it we're doing good the podcast? No. Well, uh, the, our. <laughs> anyway, they would doing good was already taken. I had to put in we're doing good or we're doing good on GoDaddy.com. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, so please, Susanna, just to post. Okay, once a week. If you do five, uh, that's you do, that's frequent for me. Once honestly. a week, a photo. Once a month is frequent for like, me. Once a decade is frequent. <laughs> yeah, like, holy cow, the earth just shook. Elijah oh, my God, posted. Elijah posted something. I mean, I went nine months without posting on Instagram yeah. over the summer, so eh, that would okay. be pushing it for me. You know, cool Instagram pe- stories would be okay. Cool people don't post. That's not true. No, that's definitely what it is. That's that's true. If you it's have not... swag, you don't post on Instagram. Because you don't need to. <laughs> you okay. don't need that attention because you already have it. But it's okay. not about the intention. It's about inspiring oh, it's others. Inspiring others. Okay. Yeah, that's true. That's what it should be. <laughs> that's what it should be. And that's my New Year's resolution. But I think What's your New Year's resolution? What is it? How are you going to well, no. inspire others if <laughs> you don't put it out there, though? Right. Well, uh, you can inspire the people By that you By being help. a good person. You don't have to post about it. <laughs> like, okay, okay. Once again. Okay. Listen. You help one person. Yes. That inspires that person to hopefully help another person. Kindness eventually. is contagious. Pay people. it forward. Pay it forward. And then <laughs> everyone like knows a happiness change. It's almost like a feeling of guilt. This is the only place in the universe where teenagers are telling their parents to get off social media. <laughs> this is literally what's happening right now. Your kids are tell our kids are telling us not to post so much stuff. Dad, huh? Go out there and do something good. <laughs> Yeah, mom, get off your phone. <laughs> get off your phone. Go do something good, and then post about it. Get okay, leave me again. alone. You don't know me and my Susanna friends. Susanna is actually on her phone. <laughs> she's posting while she's podcasting. She's Listen, no, she's not. She okay. was scrolling. No, she's... I wasn't. Paying acts of kindness for it is like obligatory. If you don't have some sort of moral compass telling you to pay acts of kindness forward something's wrong you might be like a sociopath or something you're talking about doing good is literally part of the dna of a decent human being exactly yes social media is not (laughs) i think i'm just getting old so are you inspiration are you going to sign off with social media i would be willing to delete most of them yes some of them are my not that one because some of them are no, my no, only no, no. points of contact with TikTok? a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Snapchat and TikTok are the ones that are staying. Everything else can go. Yeah, but those are the only ones you use. It's the <laughs> Is that a bad thing? Hey, it's she's trying. <laughs> I resolved to get rid of Reddit. I don't want to hear it, tough guy. You're the same way. Uh, I, At least okay. I don't use Instagram for TikToks. Oh, is that a bad thing? <laughs> 
no was that a burn? Yeah, I, I don't even speak that language. No. Okay, okay. It's like Becky, if I ever say, I, I don't put plastics in the microwave. <laughs> yeah, because of all of the chemicals. But, but okay, this is fascinating. And we can revisit our discussion about the pros and cons of social media. Um, but I think it's time to bring in our guest, um, Vanessa Bennett, with the Kingsport Chamber, who launched the hashtag Do Good Kingsport movement um, during the month of December. And um, we would just encourage our uh, readers, uh, listeners, View, our viewers, our I mean, viewers, if you're reading this, our readers, our I'm listeners, impressed. if you're um, reading this, it's too to, late. <laughs> to check out that hashtag on Facebook or Instagram um, and see some of the really cool things that they inspired others to do in Kingsport. And um, so, yeah, let's bring her in and have a conversation. And we're here with Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, great. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us today on Doing Good, the podcast. Um, and we are very excited to get to talk to you today about what the King, Kingsport Chamber of Commerce is doing with mm -hmm. your um, Do Good project. So, um, yeah, why don't you just kind of walk us through that and tell us about it? Perfect. That. First, thank you for having me. Um, this is one of my favorite subjects. It's been really interesting this year on how people have had to step outside of their comfort zone and think outside of the box in mm -hmm. order to do good, um, especially when people are shut in. So mm -hmm. you're not norm doing your normal mm -hmm. volunteer activities. So kind of where this began was my Leadership King Sport class of 20, supposed to graduate in August. No, I'm sorry. Yes, August. But we had to postpone that a little bit, you know, just trying to get mm -hmm. everybody together. And typically what they have to do before that is complete community impact projects. Okay. And those are get out in the community, interview people, mm -hmm. do feasibility study on things. Well, this year we couldn't do that. Right. So to complete the program, we had to come up with something. So I pretty much turned it over to these 30 individuals and said, we got to figure out how to make an impact. Mm -hmm. So they started developing ideas, and it one of them was they had to take care of the grounds at Girls, Inc., because Girls, Inc.'s lawnmower tore up. Oh, they yeah. didn't have any way to take care of the grounds. Mm -hmm. And these aren't your typical community, community impact projects, but it made an impact for them. Right. Another group um, set up a system where they did um, errand running for elderly people. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So it was just that, that ideas kind of started coming out. They right. were doing errands or picking up groceries or mm -hmm. that type of thing. So then we were able to graduate them and the new class started. In September, and then my good friend, Trayana Hughes with Domtar, she has this costume that's a tree uh -huh. that she puts on. And she wore it for a party we had a couple years ago. And we were sitting around one day at lunch, and she said, I've got to pull, we, my grandson calls her Trayana. She said, I've got to pull Trayana out this year. Uh -huh. And I said, now What's what? her name? Her name's Trayana. Trayana. But uh -huh. my four-year-old grandson calls her tree on it uh -huh. because he saw her in this tree, in tree. Uh -huh. so. so much is starting to make sense because i saw your social media posts with yes. tree and i called her triana yeah it's tree i'm going to show you this picture yeah. our podcast listeners can't see this but it, it, but it, it's literally a tree costume it's a christmas tree oh yeah and she became kind of your do good king yes. sport mascot yes uh -huh. so she said um, I, we're not going to be able to <laughs> look at the dog in the picture. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's Maggie. She she had to be in there. So we. She said, "I'm not going to be able to wear this to parties. You know, we're we're not getting to do those right. things this year." Mm -hmm. And she said, "We need to figure out something good to do with it." So that's kind of how the things, you know, how you, that's when ideas come at the least amount of time when you expect it. Mm -hmm. And I said, "What if we started doing or Triana started doing good things?" just to get people to spurt to do more. Right. So then that idea. <laughs> we are 100% behind that, by the way. This the look idea, on your face, we should, I wish our uh, listeners You're like, what were we thinking? Oh, it was. It was. And I'm like, you know, it's hard to be good sometimes. We would laugh at <laughs> night when we were so tired. But to see the reaction of people, um, especially if we were going somewhere to, like, get that shot for the day, because we tried to come up with a do-good Something every day. Uh -huh. Some were more harder than others. Uh -huh. um, that we, you could share on yes. social media, So right? we shared something every day. Wow. So, you know, after the first week, we would be out. We'd go to dinner or something, stir fry downtown. And we'd hear, aren't you that tree? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, we love what you're doing. So it kind of started that 
turn the reaction like we wanted. Now, to be honest, we wanted the Do Good King Sport hashtag to take off and go crazy. Yeah. It didn't go crazy as much as we liked. Yeah. But people would start sending us things that they were doing. We wanted them to post it and to uh-huh. use the hashtag, but right. they just they were not getting the hashtag concept. Yeah. So I said, okay, we don't care if it's going viral. That's not the intent of this. It's that people are noticing it and they're wanting to do good things. So then my, you'll probably re- recognize this. My youth leadership come in one Saturday and I said, how do we get this message out to your age? And I said, do we put it on Twitter? What do we do? I said, I'm already doing that. And they looked at me and said, you need to do a TikTok. And I was uh, like, well, no, I need you all to make a TikTok. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they got together. They made TikToks about doing good. They posted it. And then all of a sudden that took off. And I'm like, that's all I needed. I needed a bunch of high schoolers to tell me how to get this going. What were, what were their videos? Because, uh, shocker, I don't have TikTok. I so. Well, I didn't either. So they had to show me. And they were doing all these messages and they put it to all these crazy songs about doing good. And their friends started doing it because they wanted to do things like that, too. So it just kind of took off. They did some boomerang pictures. So then they went out with us a few times. And on our post, you will see that they did boomerangs of Triana. So that even just started this something silly. This silly tree just kind of spurred people to start doing good. Right. So then we were about halfway through the month, and Jaime, that owns Fusion, I don't know if you've been there yet in Kingsport. I'm familiar. Tell everybody about it. Oh, it's an amazing restaurant. Um, He was a waiter at Stir Fry. Everybody knew him. And then he was very big during when restaurants and stuff was shut down about supporting small businesses. Mm -hmm. So right in the middle of the pandemic, he decided to open up a restaurant. (laughs) And it's just this unusual menu. It's fantastic. It's just a mix of everything. And I said, that's why you named it the perfect place, Fusion. And it's it's over there on Stone Drive. And he called me and he said, tell me about this do-good thing you're doing. Mm. And I was like, you, your wife, because he doesn't have Facebook. He didn't. He does now. I said, did your wife see it on social media? And he said, he did. And I want to do something. And I said, well, what do you want to do? And he said, well... Do you have any connections at the police department? Uh, and I said, I do. And he said, I want to feed them. I saw that. And I said, you want to feed them? And I said, do you know how many police officers there are? And he said, well, I want to feed them all lunch, but I want to do it on both shifts. And I have the budget to do 100 people. And I said, okay, let me find how that works. So I called the police department, Tom Patton, and told him. And he goes, really? And I said, I'm going to connect you to... And then when you make it happen, or if you need help, let me know. And the tree needs to show up. Absolutely. (laughs) So in a few days, I'd kind of forgot about it. In a few days, um, I was actually at lunch, and Tom Patton called me, and he said, I I am in shock. And I said, what are you talking about? And he said, he just brought lunch over here to our whole staff. And he said, I want you to come back for dinner because he's feeding the rest, and he's feeding another shift tomorrow. He said within two days he will feed all 187, I believe it was, people. Wow. So I called him. I said, I thought you only had budget for 100 because I was afraid he had went overboard because he's a new small business. And he said, hush, I'm doing good. And I was like, I get it. So There's your new hashtag. Yes, I know. (laughs) Just hush. So those kind of things kind of started. And then about three days before Christmas, another new business called Triana and said, we saw what Fusion did. We think we want to do something. And this was the Sports Mill downtown, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. another new place. They had us. Tell us about them. Okay, Sports Mill is a um, sports simulation bar. And it's very family friendly, but they've got basketball and golf. um, Swimming. Swimming. They do have a simulator swimming. Yes, it's very cool. You can play cornhole. It's just a neat place. Family owned. And he, since Jaime did the police department, he wanted to do something for the fire department. Mm -hmm. So he said, I'm not computer savvy. Can you help me make a certificate? So we delivered almost 100 certificates to two stations at the Kingsport Police Department for them to have an hour's time on the simulator, which is about 50 bucks. Yeah. 
which is amazing. And they can do it any time between now and March. They just schedule a time and they can bring their whole family in because you rent the whole space. So it can be very COVID friendly as well. So those are the kind of things that the hashtag may not have went crazy. Because if you look up the hashtag, it's mostly me or Triana posting. Okay. Um, but it's stories like that that it's spurring yeah, those definitely. type of things. Oh, my gosh. So it's, it was pretty neat. And will you keep this going? Yes. Okay. Yes. So our plan was to do it the whole month of December. Right. Um, but the school, several schools have already contacted me because they're wanting that message in the school system. Um, so we're going to keep it. It won't be that we have a post every day about Triana. Uh-huh. But... We will still keep doing things. Um, we've al- already thought about doing a Christmas in July and bringing Triana back just for a few days in that July time frame. But it's something that I think we all need right now mm-hmm. um, with COVID. It's just people are depressed. People are sad. They're at home. And we actually did a few things on that. Um, that was one of our days. We knew somebody that had COVID. Their whole family had it. So we took snacks and delivered it at their front door. You know, those little things. So some of these were not elaborate, you know, acts of kindness. They were very simple. And that's kind of what we wanted to show. You don't have to feed 100 people, which is great. And we very much appreciate it. But even if you do the small things, pick up the phone and call somebody. You know, check on them. You know, send them a card in the mail. There's always different ways to be kind. Right. Go ahead. There you go. You have a boss... At the chamber, I do, uh, and 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 your title is director of operations. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> and do. You and uh, talent development. Uh-huh. So you know you're here. You are r- kind of running rogue with this woman dressed in a tree, <laughs> uh, trying to spread love and joy in the community. Mm-hmm. And did you ever have to get to the point where you had to start to justify this as a job title, mm-hmm. a job a job duty? Because no. it sounds very much outside the realm of what I think of when I think of a chamber of commerce. It is, um, but. You know a lot of us at the chamber. <laughs> I, I, go, I do, and I can see how it would work. <laughs> we go rogue a lot, um, yeah. but Miles tells us all the time. There's, Miles Burdine, yes, your CEO. Yes. Um, we don't have a job description, per se. Um, we all know what we're supposed to do, but if there's something that's going to make a difference, he empowers us to go do it. So it was a great month to do it, um, to kick it off, and it's something that we will continue. Mm-hmm. So that's we have the flexibility we have the support from our president and our board, um, which that makes all the difference in the world. Right. So yeah. we're there to make a difference. So. Yeah. And I love it. I mean, I love something so simple as a hashtag and, uh-huh. and, and a friend in a, uh, in a funny it's, costume. It's silly. Um, and, and it's funny. Um, Trayana's husband went to pick up dinner at Giuseppe's. Thank you. And um, they, somebody said, hey, you're that tree's husband. Uh-huh. He was like, <laughs> I'm just here trying to pick up dinner. Yeah. And he, she, he said, I am. And he, she said, hey, he said, how do you put up with her and Vanessa's shenanigans all the time? Uh-huh. And he had no idea who these people were. And he said, you know, I like their shenanigans. Yeah. And in turn, this family, whoever it was, bought him a glass of wine at the bar while he was waiting <laughs> on his dinner. So it, it's, it was silly. We had a good time with it. But. The intent will not end. Yeah. We will keep doing it as well. Yeah. She just got to hang up the tree for a little while. Yeah. Well, we need to get her something else. It is a seasonal look. I mean, it there is. are ornaments on the tree. It is. So. And that poor tree is about had it. We're going to have to do some repair mm-hmm. work before mm-hmm. next year. Triana but, had know. a rough month. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, nothing's quite as good as Triana, but uh, yeah, you know. We could, what could we do? We could Cupid. She could dress as Cupid. Oh, there oh. you go. I can't wait to share this one in the with East, In the Easter Bunny. I think you dress your Miles Burdine as a Cupid. Well, he has been the Easter Bunny before. He's a m- Marine. Yes. Uh, so. he, he has been the Easter Bunny. Um, we rent a suit every year for him to be the bunny for our chamber kids. So I think the Cupid may have a nice ring to it, though. Yeah. I can I, see it. I love what <laughs> you're talking about, about coming to a point in the year that was is you know here we're starting mm-hmm. a new year of realizing i i need to do something and i wonder mm-hmm. about people in in hometowns wherever you know that you're hearing this podcast who are going Whew, we need a control alt delete moment and that we need a re, we need a reset we need to reframe Absolutely. you know everything is has been a, a really kind of tinged in negativity for mm-hmm. months um do you have advice for somebody who's like in their hometown and they're going, okay, I don't know anybody with a tree costume, but I could do, do good 
where St. Louis, St. Dugan, Miami. You know, what what would you recommend to somebody who's like, okay, you work at a chamber, you had a framework, you had some mm-hmm. credibility. What about somebody who just is out there and wants to do good and just do it? I mean, <laughs> and that's simple as that. Um, for example, I'm on the Tennessee Chamber Board, and we had a call a few weeks ago talking about leadership programs. And most leadership programs did not continue this year. Mm-hmm. They they stopped. They'll pick up next year. Kingsport was very fortunate that we do have a class. Um, we're having to do things a little different. It's smaller. Um, sometimes we have to be virtual, depending how the numbers look. But I asked them that day, these programs that were not doing anything, and I said, well, what are you doing in the meantime? And they're like, what do you mean we're not doing a class? I said, but you can still do things. You can still lead in your community. I said, rally these people together, even if it's your alumni. You know, they're not necessarily chamber staff, but you have a ton of alumni and start something. Because I did this under our Leadership Kingsport pages, but it's still with the chamber. And I said, you know, you can do these campaigns just like we are. It doesn't have to have a you know costume. If you want to come up with silly, you know, somebody said, we could use an elf. And I said, there you go. There you go. It just takes take someone to take that leap to do it yeah, and then have something catchy with it right. and it'll take off. Right. Like, um, and even if you change a few people, if you make somebody's day, you know, just by making them smile, you're making a difference. Yeah, no, I love mm-hmm. it. I mean, it's not, it, it's not the huge things. It's sometimes it's, it's just mm-mm. those little things like, you know, taking some groceries to somebody Absolutely. who's shut in. And, um, and that's, that's how you start a movement, I think. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, super, super cool. And, um, I saw a young man deliver dinner that you posted a photo of, a of a young man, a member of the council, the Yale mayor's council mm-hmm. who is posting, mm-hmm. who is delivering food to a family. Yeah. Uh, it, it really got to be that simple. Yeah, it did. Uh, you know, the chamber is all about leadership development. Yes. And so this smacks of that mm-hmm. to me that, that you're you're trying to encourage people to lead in doing good. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that right or is yes. that too much no. of a stretch? Is there no, a connection absolutely. between this idea of developing leaders mm-hmm. in the community and this Do Good King Sport well, initiative? Well, even my Leadership King Sport adult class, I mean, I have bank presidents, CEOs in there. I have business owners. I have attorneys. You know, they're leading in the community. Mm-hmm. Do they really need that leadership development? I mean, they're already leading. But you give them opportunities and provide them other ways to lead. And I think this is the perfect example. They can be a leader by learning how to give back or how to do those random acts of kindness or even allow their employees to go out and do things. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I have the flexibility with my work to be able to do things like this. Some companies you may not. And if you get in front of these leaders that allows these things, that can make a huge difference. Sure, sure. Um, another thing that kind of spurred from this, I don't know if you saw our scooter drive. I did. This is so, through, through your schools, yes. right? So Tell us about this. So we have um, another um, program that I manage is called Project Hope. And this is the things that we do for our Title I schools. Mm-hmm. Um, we support them. I have sponsors and raise funds to support it. And Roosevelt Elementary, who's very near and dear to my heart, um, it's a school that needs just extra assistance. They're the lowest socioeconomic um, school in the system. And wonderful place, wonderful teachers. They just need help with their families there. So one issue they have is they do not have a PTA. They can't, they can't trust parents to have one. Mm. They don't have parents that can do it or they would want them to do it. So I developed a BTA which is the Business Teachers Association, Mm -hmm. and we pulled in representatives from some of our large organizations. We have Eastman Credit Union. We have Ballad. We have Domtar. We have the YMCA, United Way. You know, all of our major players are there. We have about 15 people, and we meet once a month, and we do PTA things for them. It may be little notes for the class or for the teachers' mailboxes. It may be lunch for the teachers every once in a while. Maybe we gave them – they gave us a wish list for each classroom – And we were able to grant all of those things. And we were at a meeting in November, I think it was, and Tara Chadwell with Nyswangers said, I can get safety helmets for all of the kids if you all are interested. And I was like, what do you mean? And they can do the bike safety helmets through a grant she Mm -hmm. was getting. And I was like, that's fantastic. Let's do it. Well, the little family liaison raised her hand and said, 
well, that's nice, but they may we don't have bikes. Yeah, they may not have anything to use those for. No. <laughs> and I was like, oh. oh. And I said, well, in my my overzealous thing, sometimes, well, let's get them all bicycles. Yeah. So we all decided to do it. And I looked at the principal and I said, how many are we talking? And she said, two hundred eighty eight. I went. Oh, oh, okay. So, hey, I, Triana. I know. So I left that day and started looking in and trying to come up with 288 bicycles, number one for space. What are we going to do with them? And then the cost is, of course, they're, they were much more expensive little bikes than I expected. So we changed it to scooters. They're much easier to, you know, handle and to yes. store. Yeah. and Like the about, little Razor scooters. Yes, okay. yes, about half the price. So Cumberland Marketing helped us put up with the graphic, and we put it out there and just started the drive, and we, t- we attached it with Triana, you know, the do good, and scooters just started coming in. Oh, that's great. Donations started coming in. Uh-huh. Um, every time I would go to the lobby, I'd be carrying scooters back to the conference room because we're not having people back in our office area, so I've got a conference room right beside of my office. It's about this size mm-hmm. that I just kind of claimed for my workspace <laughs> during all this. So I just started filling it up, and it's right beside of Miles's office, and he would just shake his head every time I'd bring scooters back. And it was interesting. There was a lot of people that saw it in the newspaper. Um, you know, you never think that people don't read print anymore. They do. They do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They read that press release, and there would be, especially older couples that lived in the area, they would bring a scooter in. And for them to read that and just go buy a scooter – you know, they would call, I don't know what kind to get. Yeah. So we would have to have a little description. Get the cheapest one you can find. I don't mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. So they would bring them in. And then the Friday before Christmas break, we went to the school. It was not what I wanted. I wanted a big production where all the kids were in the gym and Santa was there. And, of course, we couldn't do that. Right. Mm-hmm. We had to bring them in classroom by classroom mm-hmm. and give them their scooter, but which was fine, though. And they were so excited um, that we were able to get 288 scooters. Mm-hmm. We were able to get them for the kids that are remote learning as well. Mm-hmm. So their parents had to come pick those up. But that was a good project, and that one was very much community-driven. Right. Um, we got all the funds and or scooters to cover that. So that was a big highlight right before and, Christmas. Yes, and helmets. So they they all got helmets. Um that was through the Nicewanger Children's Hospital, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. got it through a grant. Yes. What a partnership. Yeah, and they said, and I asked him, I said, "How did what, where did this grant come from? And they said it's because they have so much head injuries oh. from accidents. It's one of their number one issues mm-hmm. they have at Nicewangers. They were able to do it. So I thought that was pretty That's neat. Genius. Yeah, that is cool. Mm-hmm. They had to come in, and they, they had to fit 288 little heads with the rocks because they had to set them and doing all that. So <laughs> that was fun. Right. Um, but all those little kids did it. And then I got a call, I think it was the Monday before Christmas from city hall and a lady had come in there to do something and she let her kids stay in the little hallway there, there in Kingsport. And the little lady that runs the front office there called me and she said, I want you to know I'm sitting here looking at your scooters. (laughs) And I was like, what are you talking about? And there were three little kids out there with their scooters. Scootering in the hallway. Scootering in the hall. And she went out there because she knew. And she goes, what school do you all go to? They went to Roosevelt. (laughs) And I said, I need to see a picture of that. Yeah. So she sent me a picture. So I guess they're taking their scooters wherever they go. Yeah. And that's the nice thing about the scooters is they're portable. They just fold up and you go. Yeah. So, So, okay. So let's say, let's say somebody here in Johnson City mm -hmm. wants to do something. Right. Mm -hmm. And so they're sitting out there, they're listening. They're like, well, you know, I kind of just want to do, do something. What, what happens if they uh, hashtag do good Kingsport? We see it. Um, (laughs) By all means, we see it. Usually what we did during this month, um, we would send them some kind of acknowledgement. If they did it on social media, we would either share it. Mm -hmm. Um, If they did it where they just send it to me, I have sent thank you cards. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was actually one of our posts to to write a thank you card to someone because I love a thank you card Mm -hmm. much more than a text or an email or something like that. A handwritten note goes so much farther. So we acknowledge them. Um, But more importantly, we tell them don't stop. Mm keep doing it, and then persuade somebody else to do the same thing. You want them to maybe do good Johnson City. Absolutely. Do good Bristol. Do good wherever you live. Absolutely. I, I would think that would be 
really the next generation is, is to spread it beyond just your one I city. I mean, you know, we, we're all about Kingsport, mm-hmm. but we're all about this region as well. Mm-hmm. So anytime we can do good things around here right now, mm-hmm. I think the better. Yeah. Hey, you know, you did two things in that project with a scooter and with mm-hmm. the do good thing that I think are important, but I want mm-hmm. to make sure you guys are on board mm-hmm. with this too. Number one, you gave people a focus. Mm-hmm. It was a scooter, right? I mean, mm-hmm. so many people want to do good. Where do I start? You know, do, I, I, and, and, and maybe for some, it's I don't want to just write a check and put it in the mail or I want to, even though that's great, but for, mm-hmm. you gave them a focus. Do you feel like that's a part of empowering people to do good? Absolutely. And it tickled me when they didn't, you know, some of these older people didn't have a clue mm-hmm. about buying a scooter, mm-hmm. but they got out um, and went and got one and brought it in. And then if I was there at the, you know, in the office, the front desk would call me and I would go up and just spend some time with them. Mm-hmm. And hearing a lot of the stories on why they did it, mm-hmm. a lot of them lived around there. They lived in the neighborhood, and they see these kids, mm-hmm. and they see how they're growing up. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to be a part of just making those kids smile mm-hmm. and to have something nice for Christmas. Because mm-hmm. um, they don't live in some good home life. Mm-hmm. And anything that they could do to help, we gave them that door to be able to do so. Because mm-hmm. I'm not sure that if they would have just went over there and done something for these kids because – they didn't know how they would receive it. Um, and we get some of that, too, mm-hmm. when we go over there and try to do things. But now that they know us, that we're there just to help, you know, the reception's a little bit better. But they would have never just walked over there and offered to give them something. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of had that avenue gave them a for focus. them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I Absolutely. think that's critically important as people Absolutely. try to think about how I can do good where I live is, 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 to, is to help people focus their efforts into a certain mm-hmm. and clear way. The other thing was you found mm-hmm. something that matched up with your values, with the Chamber's values, mm-hmm. which is education Absolutely. and community wellness. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a big part of who you all are. Supporting mm-hmm. a school in a way that gets kids active, that aligned with your vision. If you're anywhere in the world listening to this, you're think, you, you really kind of have to take stock of your values. What, mm-hmm. do, what do I think is important? And, and then focus on that as mm-hmm. a way to do good. Do you feel like that's Absolutely. There's truth there? Um, Healthy King Sport was very proud of this project. Um, they sh- you know, cause one of them is sits on our BTA and she was all for it because a lot of these kids, they're stuck home. They don't get out and get to do things. They're not moving. Um, you know, they're, they live in the projects mm-hmm. um, and they don't have the capability to get out and exercise that much. Mm-hmm. So them just being able to have this, is pretty neat. We we got tickled at the principal. He was pondering all this one day, and I said, "So, are you okay with all of this?" And he <laughs> said, "And he knows how I am when I come in there. He's he knows something strange is getting ready to happen." And uh, he said, "I don't know where I'm going to put them." Uh-huh. And I said, "What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know where you're going to put them." I said, "I'm going to store them and bring them the day we deliver them." He said. I'm talking about after the new year when they're all trying to drive them to school. <laughs> and I went. Oh. oh, okay. <laughs> and I said, well, that's a great problem to have. It so, is a good problem. So he's working on something because he thinks that a lot of them, because probably 50% of those kids walk to school. Okay. So he's working on something that um, we may have to help him with some of the funding, but something that they can, you know, kind of like a bike rack, but something to score, store the scooters in as well. Well, they fold up nicely. They do. To the <laughs> Kingsport of Roosevelt Elementary yes. School in Kingsport. Yes. They do fold up nicely. They do. So I'm anxious to see what he comes up Just with. Just make sure everybody's name is Sharpied on there. Yes. <laughs> yes. We'll have a scooter fight out there yeah. or something. But it was good. Um, it was one of those that we were wore out. We were all over the Tri-Cities buying scooters. Um, I think there was some kind of something going on because we would be going to the registers and be like, we'd have 50 scooters at a time in our buggies and people would look at us very strangely. Yeah. Um, and we were exhausted, but yeah. to see their faces the day we handed them out, they were like, do I get to take this home? Yeah. Is this mine? You know, and I'm like, yes, it's all yours. And they were like, forever? Mm-hmm. You know, they just, it was hard for them to comprehend why they were getting this. So it was pretty neat. Yeah, that is a cool project. You didn't just do good. You empowered a lot of people to do good. It pulled a lot of people in. And that's, I think, a a really important part of being a good influence in the community. It's not just about you doing it. It's about figuring a way to bring the community together. And that sure did work. It was was heartwarming for sure. You have a big focus in your life, and that is uh, developing teen leadership. Yes. And that leads us to the next part of our segment, which I think it's time, don't you? Turn it over to the teens. The best, well, they've self-proclaimed themselves as the fun 
funny part of the show. I don't know if okay, you're you ready. ready. You're ready for this. Yeah, so, I'm ready. <laughs> no further ado. You gotta bring it. I'll meet Elijah and Susanna. Hi, Vanessa. Hello. It's so good to have you on the podcast today. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. So my name's Susanna. And my name's Elijah. Hello to you both. Yes. Um, so my first question for you um, relates to the leadership program that you've got going on in Kingsport. Yes. So is the point of it, or the focus, I'll say, is it about learning about the com- the community in Kingsport, or is it something else? Absolutely. That's one of the major components. Um When I went through the program, I was brand new to the chamber and to Kingsport. I moved from Johnson City, so I didn't know. I just knew where the mall was, where downtown was. I didn't know much about it at all. So me going through the program as a new resident helped me learn so much about it. Yeah. So it was perfect for me. But then we have other people that have lived in Kingsport all their lives. And they say the exact same thing because we create opportunities to meet other people other leaders, other organizations in the community. So they're able to learn more that they didn't even realize that they didn't know. So the major part is making the connections, learning more about your community and how you can support our community. That's the coolest thing. We definitely got a taste of that this semester with um, we did the same program, basically, but the Elizabethan version. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, go Cyclones. Yeah, so, yeah, we've had experience with the chamber. So you know how that goes. Yeah, the general thing, mm-hmm. it's... It's really good. We enjoyed it. And you get to meet people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Every time. Um, and eat. We had lunch every time. I will tell yeah, you, the too. we always have the best meals and snacks during the youth leadership. Yeah. Because they always want the fun food. So that they always, my adult leadership classes always say, we don't get to eat as good as the youth does. <laughs> that's just a, that's a perk, that's, I guess. That's all we need. Like, just give us good food and we'll sit and listen to anybody. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. it um, so I wanted to know, what is your next goal in either growing or improving any of the current operations you're a part of? For the leadership programs? Yes. So we're always trying to stay with the times. Before I did the leadership programs, they were the same program days every year. It was the same. I mean, they just pulled out the notebook. They did the same thing every year. And then... When I come in, I wanted to change that because, first of all, I get bored. Yeah. I don't want to do the same thing every time because um, I want to learn and do new opportunities, too. So we will continue um, changing it as as things change or as we get new things in the community that we want people to see. Um, for example, the sports meal that I talked about earlier, once we are a little bit more COVID safe, we will take the leadership King Sport there and our youth leadership and have a program day there. That way we can do all of our presentations and our talks and learning at that location. But then when we're done, we can have some fun on the simulators. So that way they're stepping into a new business. Mm-hmm. They can see something new in town kind of before everybody else does. So those are the kind of things that we want to stay relevant and keep doing those things. Yeah. Um, our youth leadership, we want to continue to grow um, this year. I know you've heard of probably the Westridge High School that's coming where it's combining yes. all the Sullivan yes. South schools. Uh-huh. We want to include them. Okay. Um, we've got some in Sullivan County, but we want to kind of reach out to them and start a program with them. The new principal is actually one of our alumni, so that'll work out okay. nicely. But they're going to be you know, 1,800 kids at that school, which was a large school, and we have one focus. It's They're going to be a 6A, yeah. so which is big for our area. So. Um, that's a major goal for there. And then we also have the mayor's youth council. So when you complete the shout youth leadership, um, part, you can apply to be on the mayor's youth council and you serve on this council with me and the mayor for the whole school year. So it's that extra thing that looks great on your resume and your college apps, but then it gives these 12 kids a voice in the community. Um, they take turns going to the BMA meetings um, they do specialized projects, or if the mayor wants to know something, he knows that the the youth are not going to lie to him. They're going to tell him straight up and sometimes be brutally honest, but that's what he wants to know. Because what he's wanting to do is, and y'all are going to go through this too, when you graduate, you want to go somewhere off to college, you want to go some better, somewhere better than here, and you may not want to come back. Because yeah. there's bigger things out there, yeah. which I think is great that you want to go experience those things. But we want to create a community in a region that you want to come back to. 
You know, we want to have reasons for those kids to come back here. That was so preached to us in our program as well. (laughs) It is. And I know, I mean, you know, I've got um, adult children and they're the same way. Um, But we want to be able to create a place that they can come back to and enjoy and raise families because we want you here. You know, we want you to go off to college, have those experiences, but bring your specialty in education back here. Not to say that this is an unpleasant place to live. No. I'm so grateful to have Absolutely. grown up here. Yeah. And it's, it's really important that you guys are doing that mm-hmm. no matter what chamber it is, a chamber should strive to do that. So Absolutely. it's, it's a great thing that you guys yeah. are doing that. Um, I kind of wanted to bring it over to what seems like your area of mm-hmm. uh, specialty, which is teenagers, mm-hmm. us. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to know when did your passion for helping teens start? Mm-hmm. So I, it was funny when I inherited the leadership programs, I got it by accident. Um, I was, had the operation side and then our director at the time left and my boss at the time said, we had the leadership team and there's like, you need to take this group of adults on their three day retreat in the mountains. That's what we do at the beginning of the program. Oh, wow. And That's I cool. said, I don't know what I'm doing. And he was like, take them. We'll figure it out when you get back because it was just, it was that weekend. So I had to, you know, scramble to get that together. And then we went and I come back over the weekend and I told him on that Monday, I want the leadership programs because I just love doing it. I could be creative. And he said, well, you know what comes with it? And I was like, what? And he said, well, you've got youth leadership as well. And I was like, I've got teenagers. I can do this. What's a little different than I had two at the time when you put 15 or 20 in there. So (laughs) that was harder than the youth leadership, to be honest. Um, But now it's my favorite because they are so energetic. They're so passionate. They're wanting to help. Um, So that part kind of fuels me. And especially you've got the youth leadership, but then when we have the mayor's youth council, because now I've known them for two years or more, I know them and I know their personalities and I know where their strengths are and we can put them to work and they're excited about it. They want to become a part of that change and a part of that goodness, so to speak. Yeah. That's cool. Not all teens are lazy and just. That's true. And and you get the bad rap on that sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Very much so. And uh, I kind of wanted to ask a question about that. Mm -hmm. Do you see teenagers roles in um, any community changing? I think you're going to have more responsibilities. Um, especially with the, the way times are right now. Mm-hmm. But in turn, I also see that you have more opportunities. Um, just like what you two are doing right now is huge. And you may not realize that, but I could not sit in the chair like you are doing when I was your age. <laughs> Thank you. Well, that, that's huge. So those kind of opportunities are big and that you're learning from too. So, and I think with these programs, kids are going to get more of that, which I think yeah. is a huge part of that. Awesome. So, so what are your passions in life and how have they guided you in your professional life? Well, sometimes my role doesn't feel like a job. Yeah, I can <laughs> see that's something everyone should strive yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't feel like a job at all. Um, in fact, I took time off this week and it feels weird because I'm not in there. Yeah. But first off, you're going to become great friends with people you work with. Um, you become a family. Um and if you, we have a thing in our chamber, and I'll have to have you all over there so you can see it. But in our cafe, it says, if you find a job you love, you'll never work another day in your life. Mm-hmm. So that's what I challenge you when you start trying to pick out your profession. I mean, you know your dad loves his job, right? Oh, man, Mr. Josh. <laughs> it's the truth. I mean, you, you really have to find that passion. I mean, once you do, then you have to make yourself take off work because you don't want to leave it. So that's, that's the part that I love about what I do. Um, you make a difference, but the friends you make in the process is priceless. Wow. Yeah. Um, as a teen, uh, I can say when it comes to doing good, mm-hmm. I think everybody, almost everybody, they want to do good, at least deep down in their heart. Mm-hmm. But also as teenagers, we have many distractions that come and take the forefront of our minds um, mm-hmm. pushing out the, you know, the urges to want to do something good, you know, like I'll do it another day type of thing. Mm-hmm. Adults um, do that too. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. <laughs> but what, what tips would you give, um, to be able to overcome that? Whew. That's a good one. Um, I think you need to remember the people that do things for you now mm-hmm. 
um, and it may be your parents. I mean, even doing things for your parents, because we what I did, I challenged our youth leadership. Um, and I really did this just to get some posts out on Do Good King Sport, to be honest. I just needed this to get going those yeah. first few days. So my youth leadership, and I don't know these students as well because they just started the program. I said, I need you to do three random acts of kindness and post these. And some of them, it came natural, and I could almost guess who I would get them from. Um, I had one little girl that learned how to make face masks, and she made it for all of her neighbors. And then I had another kid, well, I took my dad's trash out today. You know, so there was from one extent to the other, you know, major things. And then, okay, you couldn't come up with something better than that. You know, that's my first reaction. But then I had to take a step back. Maybe taking that trash out was a big deal. You know, yeah. maybe he he never had done that before. So it was a small start. So I, my suggestion is it doesn't have to be a big thing. Just start doing something. Um, and there's always, always somebody you can do something for. It yeah. may be the neighbor across the street. It may be a teacher at school. Or it may just be a friend that you need to check on. So. That's yeah. a very recurring theme on our podcast. You yeah, know, we've we're heard always, that from a couple people. It's mm-hmm. always take the first step, you know. That's the hardest step. Yeah. Yeah. But then once you do it, it always becomes natural. And if you knew my boss, Miles, <laughs> one thing he says, um, and I cannot tell this story like he does because I've heard it a gazillion times. If you, if Miles has a good story, he will tell it to everybody. Um, but it's a perfect story for what you're saying. He, when he was a teenager, he came home and he was ready to start doing something out in the yard playing or his dad come home and said, I need you to get the lawnmower and go next door and mow the guy's yard. He said, blow it off, trim it, make it look really good. He's like, okay. So he went and did it. Well, that afternoon, the guy knocked on his door and Miles was there. I'm getting ready to get paid. I'm going to get some money. I'm going to get that pat on the back. The guy knocked on the door. He went, his dad went to the door and said, hey, do you know who mowed my yard? He said, it looks great. And, you know, Miles said he almost had his hand sticking out, expecting some kind of reward for it. And he said, nope, don't have a clue. And Miles was like, what? And he said, maybe somebody just wanted to do something nice for you. And Miles said he will never forget that. You know, he was looking for the praise. His dad was trying to teach him a lesson. Sometimes the best things you can do is anonymous because it makes you feel better, too. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought that I always thought that story was pretty cool. And he laughed. He said, you know, he was expecting, you know, five bucks or something for mowing the yard. And he said, but after the guy left, it made him feel really, really good. That's what it's about. Yeah. My dad's giving me looks now. So he's going to do that. He's going to do that to me now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, I think we're okay. going to do a game with yeah, you. Yeah, we're going to transition into the fun okay. part. Okay. Okay, so we're going to do a name three game. So you've got just a few seconds to spit out an answer. You want to go back and forth? Yeah, we're going to go back and forth. He's going to start. Okay, so okay. we're going to give you a category. you got to name three of them really quick. We're going to keep you going. Okay. All right, go. Uh, three ways to cook a potato. Oh, bowl, fry, smash. All right. Three shades of blue. Oh, aqua, light, navy. All right. Uh, Three green vegetables. Broccoli, asparagus, green beans. Okay. Types of pasta noodles. Oh, spaghetti, angel, linguine. (laughs) Okay. Three kinds of transportation. Oh, car, plane, truck. She's good. She's really good. All right. (laughs) Here's a harder one. Three okay. flightless birds. Oh. <laughs> oh. You had to say something, Josh. Three flightless birds. All right. We won that one. Yeah, Let's you got go. that one. I'd say chicken, ostrich, penguin. Okay. I, I thought a kiwi. There's a little. Uh, All yeah. right. No need to get Ooh, fancy. That one's okay. hard. Okay. Uh, three Pixar movies. Three what? Three Pixar movies. Oh. I don't know what I don't know the Pixar ones. Pixar is that like Disney? Is a, yeah, it's a branch of Disney. Think of like the newer animated ones. So Lion King, is that one? Mm-mm. Oh, so you may have got me on this one too. <laughs> uh, that's like um, Inside Out, Up, uh, Nemo. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Those sound okay. Now I know what those are. Okay. Name three bank holidays. Oh, these are easy because I know all of them. <laughs> Presidents Day, Columbus Day, New Year's Day. All right. Awesome. We get all those. That one was easy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And final one. Name three prime numbers. Oh, one, three, five. 
Oh, no, I've got the last one. Oh, you have the last one. Okay. Okay. Um, name three Michael Jackson songs. Thriller, Billie Jean. Mackenzie, where are you? Bad. Bad. There you go. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I don't yeah, think I've really ever that. been asked those questions. Really? That's fun. No, that's awesome. Well, first for everything. I know. Awesome. So um, where can we find you? Social media? Yes. Um, I have my personal pages that everybody's on as well. Um, and then we have our Leadership King Sport pages, which is under King Sport Leadership Programs. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, we also have our education pages with the King Sport Chamber that I manage as well. Um, I just took over Peak Young Professionals. Josh, I don't know if you know that as well. Um, so we're doing that too, just kind of the, the next step after the high school age. So we're all over social media. Um, Project Hope kind of falls under our education pages. And then, of course, our hashtag Do Good King Sport will continue. Of course. Awesome. It's been an honor to have you on the podcast Thank you today. all very yeah, much. Thank you so much. Nice it's to really meet good. you. Thank you. That's our show. Thanks so much for listening to Doing Good, the podcast. And you can find us if you'd like to hear more at our website at we'redoinggood.com or on Facebook or Instagram at We're Doing Good. So please like our pages and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We all have something that we can be doing. So just take the first step. Everybody show some love and do some good. Have a great day.